Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me here today. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is Sharon Rogers, the CEO at A Myriad. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you, Jared? I'm doing well. I'm jealous of all the cool artwork you have behind you right now. This looks incredible. Well, thank you very much. This is a young Italian artist I've been following for a few years. And uh, he seems to capture all the movement of the universe. So it's quite appealing to me. And thank you for giving him credit. You could have just said, these are mine, right? I painted these <laughs> myself. No, <laughs> um, we appreciate the I, I honesty. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to have you here today. I was hoping we could kick things off by you telling the audience a little bit about your background and then we can uh, dive more into the company. Okay. Well, my background actually is in clinical pharmacology and drug development. So that's not anything to do with pharmacy at all. A lot of people confuse the two. It's more of a three major discipline of molecular biology, physiology, and medicine. And the whole idea is uh, put strange molecules into people and see what happens. And if you're really lucky, you'll get a therapeutic benefit. Most fantastic job in the world. And and tell us a little bit about your, your lead compound. Um, we'd love to learn more about that, where it's at today, and then any other trials that you have ongoing. Okay, our lead compound is codenamed AD101. And with the AD, you might get the idea, which would be a correct one, that it's for Alzheimer's disease. I've been developing drugs in the Alzheimer's disease area for about 30 years. And in fact, the current standard of care is a drug trade name Aricept, and that is, is a drug I developed for worldwide commercialization. Um, Alzheimer's disease has a couple components to it. One is trying to slow down disease progression in a very methodical way. And another one is treating the symptoms or the manifestations of the disease, which are decrements in cognition and independent function. The treatments that I work with tend to be on this other half because trying to stop the disease is certainly very important, but it's probably about 25 plus years in the making. So starting early enough to stop or reverse something is really difficult. And most patients don't even report to a physician with complaints of memory problems until they're in the more early to moderate stages of the disease. So treating the symptoms is extremely important. And that's what we do with AD101. It improves cognition and the improvements in cognition improve independent function in a very measurable way. And when I think, you know, Alzheimer's is, is something that everyone has some experience with, right? There's a family friend, family member mm -hmm. experiences it, right? It's, you hope they don't, but it seems more often than not that you, you at least know someone, right? Whether they're an immediate family member or, um, you know, someone within your, your, your friend group pool. Um, what, what are, what, like, what fires you up about uh, working towards this every single day um, and, and making a difference? Well, it's, it's interesting the way you phrased the question, because one of the taglines of our company is everyone knows someone. And this is true. Every, everybody does know someone who is touched with this. And probably what drives me every day was my early work with Aricept. You cannot work with these patients and their families because the families are a really important component of this and not become passionate about it when you see what families are willing to give up 
just to have a little bit more time with the person that they love, just to have another day when someone remembers who they're talking to and can enjoy photos of their grandchildren. Uh, function and cognition are important, but considering the human element of it, which is just that day-to-day -day life, being able to stay out of a nursing home, being able to avoid skilled nursing care, that feeling of independence, when you see patients able to achieve that, it's, it makes you very passionate about it. You can't not be, truly. And where, where are you at? So talk us through some of these. I know you mentioned AD 101, uh, clinical trials mm -hmm. to date, uh, some of what you've been seeing uh, so far um, that that's, you know, really exciting you. Um, you know, what, what learnings mm -hmm. have you experienced? And then really, I guess, what's, what's next for, for the, the company? Okay. Well, I have been with this drug actually from the very first dose in humans all the way through to uh, constructing and starting phase two clinical trials. Uh, and then the company that I've been at actually finished up those phase two trials during the, uh, the middle of the last financial crisis. Uh, so it was a, a quite a difficult time for companies to stay in business. But what drove me about it one is that this has a very unique mechanism of action. And the unique mechanism of action is a complement to existing drugs like Aricept. So Aricept will uh, protect neurotransmitters so people can think better and be more independent. This drug that we have, AD101, actually increases the release of neurotransmitters in the brain. So Aricept has even more to protect and to help uh, keep active. And that puts a, another level of improved cognition and improved global function. The phase two data demonstrated that it was very well tolerated, which is important for an elderly population, but also that you could, even during the double-blinded portion, there were investigators who were convinced that they knew who was taking what because of the obvious improvements that they saw. We kept the study blinded and randomized and placebo controlled and did not release that information until the end of the study when all the data was wrapped up and locked into a database. But it was a remarkable difference for a small proof of concept study, and it was a stronger difference than we expected. Roughly, it doubled the proportion of patients who were considered clinically significantly better in as little as 12 weeks. So yeah, this is, this is a big deal, and there's not been anything like this to come along in roughly 25 years. So we're pretty excited about it, yes, and we're ready to go into phase three clinical trials, and we're hoping to do that by the end of 2023. Wow, that's, and that is coming up quickly. So kudos to, to you and your team for, for all that you've done uh, up to this point. You must be really excited for that. Um, and that should really kick things off for a, for a nice uh, 2024 if, if you're getting that ready uh, by the end of the year. Uh, what, what else would you like you know, our listeners to know uh, that, that is really exciting you about um, what you're working on? Where can they learn more? I know a lot of people are going to want to dive more into this. I think right now we're working on a patient-facing website uh, so that people can be able to log into the patient-facing website, find investigators, and find trial sites. But that won't be active probably until closer to the end of the year. And so up until now, they're going to be able to learn from, from your slice of healthcare 
broadcast on what they can do to go forward and at least know that it's there. Know that we're going to be looking for patients with mild to moderate and even late stage moderate Alzheimer's disease. So mild cognitive impairment is not where we investigate. We're investigating people who have diagnosable disease and we're looking to improve their function. This is a driver every day. And we're hoping that people through um, the media can stay abreast of what we're doing. And then when we are ready to start enrolling, they will be able to contact us through direct links on our website to investigators and come into the trials. It's very exciting just because there hasn't been anything for so long to address symptoms. Prodromal disease and very mild cognitive uh, disorders, that is the focus of the disease-modifying treatments, which leaves the majority of the patients with nothing to look forward to. We look at this as something to look forward to for both the patients and their families. Well, I look forward to, to staying in touch with you and, uh, and following the pro- uh, progress of uh, uh, Amyriad. And hopefully we can have you on again real soon to give us an update on where things are at uh, and maybe even a panel mm-hmm. where we could dive more into uh, your focus here. But really appreciate you once again coming on the podcast. It means a lot. Thank you. I would love the opportunity to speak with the panel. I have been in this business for a very long time, which means I've seen a lot of progress. I've seen a lot of steps toward progress that were not quite as successful as we would like them to be. But every step, we learn something new. And every step brings us closer to addressing the needs of the patients. And to me, that is the goal always.